Jesus Radio. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Sweet Jesus Radio. Coming to you from Low Light Vapors. Very special guest in the house tonight. Got my buddy Mike. Uh, you might know him as hometown hero, badass DJ Just Mike. What's up, buddy? What's going on, guys? You doing all right? Yes, sir. How's your day so far? It's been chill, dude. Yeah? You know, what did you do all day? All day, um, got up, chilled, played with the dog. When I had lunch with parents, cacique, yeah, had some. Oh, that's right, all right, all right. Some good fajitas, if you're ever interested. See, in see break there. it down, because I just, I didn't even know there was a restaurant there. You're oh, telling dude, me. Dude, So for those that don't know. The Socorro Entertainment Center, like apparently five miles away from the Speaking Rock Casino. Where they do all those free Socorro. concerts. Yeah, they recently yeah. had that King of the Cage yesterday. Yeah, yeah. They have which a. I missed. They have like this jumping balloon park there. I didn't know that. And one of them There's is. like a water park too? Well, that's, it's just this one big jumping balloon. And it has water streaming down it for the kids. Oh, there's okay, other okay. little ones scattered around that aren't water-based. And, uh, yeah, there's a restaurant in there, dude. They That's have mariachis. Yeah. There you go, guys. Mariachis and buffet. and They got, like, barbecue ribs on buffet, dude. Like, these huge. They were, like, about Good this. Good ones? Yeah. Buffet all you can oh, eat? Oh, Shit. yeah. Fuck, man. Um, what else? No, that was it. Ate. Stopped by. Grabbed some beer. For the for the show, for the show, some dude. fancy yeah, beer. Yeah, it gets Let's hot see. in here. Which ones did you bring? What do we have? We so have. You can show your your beer snob side. We got the Burden Baton Dogfish Head. We bought. You had the Black Butte Porter. I have some Franciscaner. You got the Make Your Own Six Pack. Sure. Yeah, I brought my own little caddy and all. <laughs> listeners, this guy walks in with his own caddy. It's like, what the hell? What's going it on? It has like its own bottle. It's made opener. out of wood, a steel handle, the fucking bottle opener on the side. Dude, dude. I thought you like bought it like that at the store. No, no, no. How many times have you got somewhere and you don't have a bottle opener? It's true. You got to use your like your thumbnail or your molars or something. (laughs) You put that lighter trick. Uh, Yeah, but I suck at that shit. I can't. I can't ever fucking do it right. I. I. Yeah. Me neither. Cool, man. So, um, where did you grow up, man? Give us some of your background, man. Well, born and raised here in El Paso. Um, Parents are from. uh, Believe it or not, my parents are Mexican. They're born in... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. They're actually yeah. from Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Well, my dad is first-generation American. Okay. Everybody else is Mexican. My mom uh, was born in Mexico, so born and raised here all my life. Uh, moved out of town when I was about 25, 24, 25, for school and all that. Where? Moved to Ann Arbor, Michigan, as a matter of fact. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. So just for school? For school, yeah, generally. Finished up uh, in 08. And then uh, moved to New York. I did about a little under a year and a half in Rochester. What the hell was going on over there, man? Work. That's where so we work. School, then the job takes you to New York. Yeah. yeah. It was great. So you've been out of El Paso for a while, huh? When did you come back? Uh, well, I've been back twice. I came oh, back, I think, winter of 09 from New York. Uh, and then uh, I had a little rough patch. Oh, shit. And then uh, I think it was May of 2010. Landed a job in Vegas. I was doing uh, corporate HR there for MGM. Nice. I was there for exactly a year. So you guys, he's not just a DJ. He's a responsible, uh, productive <laughs> member of society. And stuff. At least, at least I'm trying to. Uh, <laughs> but when I did my my Ann Arbor slash New York stint, I, it was close to ten years. Or I think I want to say eight, eight and a half ish. Yeah. And uh, came back to a very different. Different, different scene. El Paso, different El Paso, different scene. <laughs> different scene. Yeah, like as far as the the party scene, you mean the yeah. DJ scene, the party yeah. scene in general, in general. Yeah, yeah, it's it's had its 
it had its different changes. It has. I mean, it, it had phases. Yeah, it 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 grew, which was a good thing. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know, there's more shit to do, more things, uh, just more things to do in general. But yeah, it's different. So yeah, I mean, I took back those back in those late ninety days. Those are great days. Uh, I grew up generally, believe it or not, in Central. Oh, up, for real? Yeah, up until maybe I was. I mean, I wasn't there, hooding it or anything, you know, with the vatos. <laughs> Nothing against the vatos. I You're love my the... vatos, but uh, I was there maybe till about eighty. I want to say eighty four. Also, oh, you were still yeah pretty young. Though. Then I lived in Juarez for a couple of years, believe it or not. Oh, for real? That was great. That was that was just great. The hell happened? <laughs> Let's just move to Juarez real it's quick. Just, well, it, it. I mean, just we had to take care of great grandma, basically. Oh, okay, okay. So, being that my dad was the eldest in the on that side of the family, one of the his, eldest, his responsibility. Plus, you know, it was it was economically it was feasible, dude. Juarez was, a, you know, he worked he worked yeah. downtown in El, pa- in El Paso, and and you live in Juarez, it's cheap as it's fun. it was it was cheap. Yeah, my it, friend it worked for the longest time. He had a somebody from his, his grandma or somebody left him a house. Yeah, so he worked over here. He partied over here, but he lived over there, and it was dude, it, it cheap as fuck. It works. I'm and I'm again. I'm talking mid to late '80s, so yeah. it was it oh, was yeah, it, well, even crazy. Even yeah, cheaper. yeah. And then um, unfortunately, grandma passed. Unfortunately, rest in peace. Rest in peace, abuelita Maria. You know. Yeah. And then we moved to the east side. I've been an east sider for. The B side. The, the B side. There you go. <laughs> I never heard that. I like it. That's some fucking hip hop shit. Cause uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Joey Badass, the East Coast, Beast Coast. Yeah. I think well, him and other people call it the Beast Coast. The Beast so, Coast. So we okay. call the East Side the Beast Side. Beast Side. Which where we are. We're in the yeah. we're on the it's Beast actually, Side right now. Yeah, we're on the Beast Side. Little yeah. vapors. Uh, it is. It is beastie out here. Actually. It is, dude. It's <laughs> throughout the years. That's one thing that hasn't changed. It's um, East Side is still the crazy side. It is, dude. I mean, shit. And West Side's more laid back, and then you got your different pockets, Central well, Northeast. Well, actually, each each, each each borough has their reputation, right? Actually, for good reason. I think I have to I have to kind of retract. It wasn't East. It was Lower Valley. Even worse. So that's yeah, yeah. Dirty. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Lower Valley. No, no. I'm yeah. from Southside El Paso. Uh, I'm just joking. Lower Valley. I mean, I love all sides of the city. Oh, yeah, I fucking, no, I, you know what? I, I love El Paso, man. I fucking love it, dude. Bitch about that shit. It, it, as much as I've I've traveled and lived in other cities, and every, you heal every. There's nothing like Ann Arbor. There's nothing like New York. There's nothing like Detroit. There's nothing like EP, dude. Hands down. I mean, dude, it's very. I mean, every every city and state has well, every city has their unique un, uniqueness to yeah. it. But El Paso. It's fucking weird, but in, it, like in a good way. What? What? Because <laughs> we're not like we're not really we're in Texas, but we're not really considered but, Texas. But we're yeah, yeah. We're, we're like, like New Mexico's fucking little brother or something over here or something, and then but I, then we're like far away from like a bunch of I, shit. I actually think New Mexico's our little brother. Yeah, well, like El Paso yeah, and itself. Yeah. We got we got our shit going on. We man. do, and there's one thing that's unmatched about the city, and that's the hospitality. Yeah, there's a, just a different vibe. You here. just you, it's unmatched. I mean, you hear it from DJs that come in to play from out of town. I promote hip hop shows. They say like, man, this place is like people are different lo- as fuck. It's yeah, weird, and I pe- like it. People are lovely, dude. I, yeah. rem- I remember, I was in I was in Rochester, and uh, this is on on the hospitality note. And I was with with one of my boys, and you know, you walk into a store. What do you do when you see people inside the store? You walk in. Hey, what's up? Yeah. How you doing, mama? Yeah. I walk in, and you know, I greet the attendants and whoever's coming in and out of the door and everybody was just looking at me weird what the fuck? 
Yeah. <laughs> and then my boy, GB, he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop being nice. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's like. Stop greeting people. Right, no. He, don't do that here. He looks at me, he's all, what are you doing? I go. You're making me look I mad. just kind of cringe my shoulders, put my hands up. And Be he's myself. like. myself. Yeah, he's all. What do you mean? What am I doing? He's all, don't do that. He's like, don't do that. It doesn't it's, fly it's, here. It's just, you're going to get our asses beat. Just kind of, just mind your shit. You're going to get robbed. Yeah, go get whatever you're getting and let's go. Cause don't look up. Don't look anybody in the eye. Yeah, just, I mean, it wasn't, no, we weren't going to get our asses no. beat or anything, but people just thought it was odd, you know, and they're just a little minor comparison in terms of the hospitality that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of deal with outside of it. No, I love it here, man. So, I mean, if there's certain, sometimes you have to leave as far as if it's your career, because there may not be certain job opportunities. Uh, depending on the field, but exactly outside of that, you should just stay here. <laughs> like it's all about you can travel, but you have your home base. This is the headquarters. This is yeah. This this oh, it does piss me off when people talk shit. I'm like, it doesn't piss me off, but it's like really, I mean, bro. Well, then leave. You're right. I mean, I have to admit, growing up, you know, you get into that high school uh, uh, stage where you're like, God, El Paso sucks. It's just nothing to do. You know, and I admit, I, 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 I was pretty harsh on the city when I was growing up and stuff. Back but then, there wasn't a lot to do, but yeah. I can't say that now. Now? Yeah. There's way more to do. And I think getting into the, the, the scene, both the hip-hop and the electronic scene, kind of yeah. changed my mind on that, too. So. Well, yeah. We, we uh, people like us, not to be, like, oh, patting myself on the back, but, like, right. you know, our, our circle of friends, we're, we gave, we created a, a, a we, scene yeah, we, that wasn't there, we, and that's gave people another thing to do i agree the djs the hip hop. most show. definitely dude it feels so good to be a part of it you know hell yeah so just mike that's a simple name man but there's gotta be some kind of story behind it it's probably like a geeky ass story <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it, it's I think I'm gonna have to disappoint you on that one. Let's see. Well, it, it You're was just like oh, I don't, I don't, it's I don't wanna have a, I don't wanna have a weird cool name. I'm just Mike. Well, it, it, that's part of it. That was part of the, the whole idea behind behind. Or did just, somebody ask you like, well, what's your DJ name? No, I knew that coming into this, I had to kind of have a name, yeah. you know, a stage name, and and my real name kind of was kind of it's very common, so it it didn't. I what's didn't, your last name again? Rodriguez. Okay. So. I didn't feel like it was going to be, oh, my God, Miguel Rodriguez, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, and at the time, my friends had started calling me Mike. It, it was just, uh, just yeah, just Mike. Yeah, it was Miguel. Oh, Mike, yeah, okay. Miguel, Mike. Yeah, exactly. It was like, hey, well, what's your name? Jose Miguel. Oh, well. So, oh, Mike. You're Jose Miguel? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. See, guys, not everybody knows not that. Not everybody Jose knows Miguel that. Jose Miguel Yes. Yes. You can't get any more Mexican, name. Mexican than that. Jesus Manuel Reyes, that means. You see, I'm Manuel. you're JMR. JMR. We're both ja- we're oh, both jammers, shit. dude. That's true. <laughs> That's real. Mind blown. So, um, I'm I'm just very simple. Yeah. You know, just, I don't I don't think. He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. And I like I like things to be fair. You know, being in the scene and with terms of you know doing shows and people asking how much and shit like that. It was more like, whatever's equitable for both of us, dude. I want you to make your money and I, I want it to make, you know, so I kind of started thinking along those lines and it was, you know what? It's just, I think it's just to, uh, see, that's a story. So yeah, it was just Mike. just Mike. Uh, it wasn't, I see. not just Mike, not simply just Mike. Mike. It was just Mike. 
Like, and oh, yeah, and if you translate it, there you go, people. It, it kind of it, it makes a little more sense. So that's kind of how the so the other meaning of the word just yeah yeah. So, but it can go either way. Yeah, yeah. Go, yeah it can yeah, also go. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you want. Play with it. Play whatever with it. Whatever makes you whatever, little. Whatever, however you want to. Whatever makes you happy. You know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> however you want to interpret it. That's how I. That's all I care about. Whatever, here, whatever you tickles know? your pickle. Or anything other than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any other kind of gherkins and. Yes. Yeah. So that that's basically how the name came about, and and it's it's kind of weird because people will ask me. So what do you, at the time they would ask me, "What do you go by?" Well, just Mike. Mike? No. I just just yeah, Mike. It, <laughs> Mike then. No, no, no. I'm like together, just Mike. Just like, Mike. oh, okay, I get it. Nice, you know. They, they never problem. thought you were trying to be a smart ass. Oh, this guy's trying to be clever and funny. I'm sh- I'm sure <laughs> there's I'm sure there was a handful of times where people were like, yeah, look at this freaking smart ass moment. Thinks he's being clever. Yeah, yeah. One so. of those clever types, Joe's gonna get that reference. Yeah. Oh, you're one of those, you're one of those guys. Because <laughs> this fucking Joe like the other day. <laughs> this is like two days ago. Or on Thursday. We're her, I'm gonna leave some details out. Short, long story short. Do it. We're at the. I was bartending at Sector. Yeah. And fucking, the manager there. He was busting Joe's balls. They were busting each other's balls. And then he, he said he just he said something to Joe like he made fun of him. And then like, ah, oh, it's pretty clever. Joe's like, that's pretty clever. <laughs> you're, one, you're one of those guys. One of those guys. <laughs> yeah, I see. It's one of these clever guys. Look out for you, little witty motherfucker. That's because it was. It wasn't that clever. That's why he was being sarcastic. Right, right, but, right. Yeah. Oh, you're one of those guys. <laughs> one of those guys. The wise guy. That's it. Oh, I'm just Mike. Oh, you're one of those guys. <laughs> like, no, dick. <laughs> and let's talk about uh, how did you get into DJing? And then also kind of, because you've been, obviously, you're, you've been known, you're known as a DJ, obviously. Right. Uh, you've been around in the scene forever. You're one of the early DJs here in El Paso. Yes. Um, Talk about how you got into DJing, but also kind of segue or transition into some of the crews that you've been in. Let's talk okay. about some of the parties you played at. Let's well, talk, try to get into some stories, some memories. Oh, like dude, that. those memories are a blur, dude. Which you know, <laughs> well, which means I had a very good time yeah, while yeah. I was, you know. Well, so, I mean, I, I I am one of the the older generation of DJs here in the city, but there was a generation before oh, yeah. me which uh, slightly ahead of you. Yes, uh, and and from what I've heard, because I've been asking around, I talked to Rich a lot about the DJs that were that came before me. You know, in terms of Throw when this when the scene there. started. Uh, well, Redman for one. Redman. Uh, DJ Trance, Superfly. My boy used to spin. Man, he moved. Uh, my boy Eric, he used to go by Pez. I don't know if you know him, like a little skater dude. And then Probably you had Carlos. Not. Fucking, uh, I don't, did he spin? I have Tetsuo. No idea. That's all. I think he did. Yeah, I think that's that's, it, a, that's it sounds, buoy, Those are the buoy kids. That's it, all I know. Okay, it, it, they kind of sound familiar. But yeah. I mean, the, the main ones that I would and, and there's a reason why I know yeah, some Rich, of these of guys course. personally. But uh, when I started going into the parties, it was at Fantasies in Juarez, and it was at Moe's Garage, off of Monastruck. Um, and the way it happened was, uh, one of my high school boys, George, his cousin happened to be. Mario Redman. Mm. So I guess he started, you know, slipping mixed tapes and music to him. And he's like, yo, my cousin's spinning. Let's go check it out. And nice. it was, you know, we, I think the, my first party was somewhere on Alameda off of Paisano. I don't oh, remember shit. the name. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this, this is the, <laughs> it's like, and I remember this. This is one of the things that I will never forget. And it was the first time I had ever heard a house. 
Yeah. Now the the reason I remember this 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 night was because we got to this place and while the DJs were warming up, they were playing Souls of Mischief. Holy shit! And it it was uh, never uh ninety three to infinity had just dropped, so they and the track that was playing was never no more, oh, and it was it, it was it was on the yeah, and I walk in and I'm like, dude, is this what we're gonna be listening to? Because I'm I was already into that by yeah. that time, and he's like, nah, they're just warming up the decks. All right, sure. It was about five of us. Sure enough, they start warming up. They stop warming up and they start dropping house. And I like just gravitated to the dance floor, dude. And then everybody's looking at me like, <laughs> "Are you sure you've never been in one of these? Because you look pretty comfortable in there, you know, with all the little fancy little dance moves you're doing." I had no idea oh, what I was shit. doing, dude. Fancy dance moves. <laughs> I was, you know. I want to see these dance. I I had no idea what I was doing. And mind you, I wasn't drinking either, so it was, I was just I was doing it was yeah, dude. It just I just kind of I was very drawn to it since the beginning, and not just the house. You know, um, a lot a lot of the progressive that was playing back then was just very, very deep, very dark. It was it was pretty badass. The trance I enjoyed too. It was very noisy. It was a, a lot of you know synthesized stuff, a lot of synthetic yeah. noise that I had never experienced. So I took to it, and since ever since that, you know, we get the the map points to go to the desert. We get the map mm, points yeah, to get, to get everywhere. Days. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's how I got into it. You know, we'd get these tapes, these mixes, you know, listening to Richard Humpty Vision, dude. You mm-hmm. know, mixtapes, uh, what else? Just DJs like that, mostly from the West Coast. Yeah. You know, Doc Martin was was uh, playing as well. And I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I think I can do this shit. <laughs> you know, you're, you're standing there, yeah, you're watching. Okay. Them. For me, as, as, you know, one of the, I made it a point to just stand there and watch them. Yeah. Watch how Study they worked. It. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess you could say. Yes, just, in a sense. Just, yeah, examine it, but at the same time, not think too much about yeah, it. Just yeah, enjoy like it. taking notes, but like yeah, examine yeah. it, watch it, observe it, Yeah, then, but still enjoy it, still be in the moment. Yeah, and then gradually, you know, you start meeting all these other people that are that are in the scene, and, and that's how I kind of met Fredo. I can't tell you the exact same day yeah, I met no, Fredo. Sure. Yeah. Um, you just start meeting everybody that's involved. Gamma was, was playing at Edgar. I don't know, he goes mm. gamma. Plays very he played house. Uh so and then you start going to the record shops. Yeah. And you start you start getting into it. It's like, okay, where can I find this stuff? That's crazy. Back then there was record stuff. <laughs> there was no, exactly. The and the first record shop I went to was um it was actually on Pershing, right off of five points, right next oh. to the right next to the Pershing Theater. I don't know if anybody oh, listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have no idea what it was called. I know what you're talking about. But I know what it's called, but yeah, yeah. I think it's Five Points Bistro now, it's, or next to it. Yeah, where is it? Close to where that Dollar General is at around there, sort of. It's it's on Close. the side of the Pershing Theater. It's in that. There's a little strip oh, okay. of just the like these little little merchants that are in there. I don't remember the name, oh, but yeah, I know like it's, it rings a bell. But I know, I met a couple of the guys. I met Superfly there, and I, I know I know uh, Redman. I call him Mario. I know more by Mario because I'm you so know guys. If, if whoever's listening, if you remember the name of the yeah, of the yeah. record shop. Put a comment yeah. when I post the Yeah, Facebook post me, yeah. That's so the, yeah. And that's where excuse me, that's where I started buying yeah. vinyl, dude. Cool. And then um then comes buying the, the tables. Well okay. It, it, shit. A, well, here, here's something interesting. I never had turntables up until maybe a year before I'd left to to Ann Arbor. Really? Yeah. So 
what I had was this huge, it was, it looked like a hundred channel pyramid mixer. <laughs> yeah, was old. And I'm sure a lot of people did this, the you know, it was, <laughs> it actually had the little needles <laughs> yeah, on, on the dial. <laughs> but what I would do was I had one turntable. It was this home turntable yeah. stereo it was a Kenwood slow <laughs> as fucking hell, dude. You couldn't cue that motherfucker. You had to like kind of nudge it to go a little faster. <laughs> so what I would do was I had this vinyl and I would mix off of the deck, off of the tape deck. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. You know, Plains, yeah, okay. yeah. So the tape deck was playing, okay. and then I was shit out of luck because Holy I only had one turntable. I couldn't make it back, you know. <laughs> Which, hey, that's cool though. You got you're resourceful. That's or like, or I'm not gonna let it stop me. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. Do something. Practice and, somehow. But the thing is, um, I I had already started. I had been buying hip hop vinyl before I got into the okay, whole housing. Cool. That was that's how I started. I think I heard Nava, uh, Joe Nava, talk about it. You were talking about it. Um, that's how we all that's that's how i started i was listening to hip-hop dude a lot of more you know more of the underground hip-hop not so much you know the yeah, mainstream yeah. stuff you know like earlier souls of mischief um all that 90s shit fear krs yeah you're going into that, that bay area shit it, Sophia, it, and souls of mischief. yeah that's but but at the same time Dell, I, of course Dell, oh dude Dell. but then at the same time i was still digging a lot of the east coast yeah stuff. yeah you know, Eric B, we had um, Eric Sermon, who was EPMD before that. You know, you had Big Daddy all Kane. You had all the, the really good, good 80s hip-hop. Yeah. Golden era um, shit. Yeah. I mean, I got into the NWA stuff. I got yeah, into, me, you know, that. Me too, man, all day. New Jack City. I mean, that came a little later, but I was listening to the New yeah, Jack City soundtrack, Juice. Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> like the Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like before... Exactly. Ice Cube, you know, yeah, all that awesome. stuff. Dude, that was a dope track, dude. So <laughs> I, before that, I was, you know, I was mixing these hip hop records with other hip hop stuff. You know, I was, I was you Run know, I, I was like freaking turntable list there, dude, with a little, <laughs> little, little fader and a little Kenwood, you know. But, you know, it was the same concept. You, you know, the whole beat match thing, which is kind of. Yeah. It transitioned into the electronic. It's cool music, to hear those but, stories though, like people's humble beginnings, like with equipment-wise. Yeah. I couldn't afford all this or whatever. Dude, it's like I had to. I had you <laughs> I had know to make it work with my my mom's turn to or something. Or. That pyramid, I actually put it on layaway at a pawn shop. It took me, <laughs> <laughs> it took me like almost two months to get that shit out of fucking the pawn shop. Guys, the struggle. The yeah, struggle. yeah. These kids nowadays so, are spoiled, man. So, the. I remember one day, you know, I was, I was, I had a gig at the OM and somebody mm, comes up oh. and he's like, uh, so what do you have at home? What do you, what do you use? And I go, I really don't have any, <laughs> by then I had got rid of the pyramid. I had got rid of, you know, all this other equipment and I'm like, I don't have any equipment. Yeah. And so, well, what do you mean? Where do you practice? I'm like, I pointed at the setup at the <laughs> OM and I'm like, this is my practice and my gig at the same time, dude. And he's like, you're shitting me. I go, no, nah, I've never, I've never really had any, like the whole setup. I never had the whole setup, you know? And he looks over to, to his boy and he's like, fuck, you know, that's just, that's really fucking, that's badass, dude. It is badass, and, and not to toot my own horn, you no, know, it's just, no, just, just stories, stories. Story. Yeah. And, and he, he looks at me and then some other people overheard and they're like, you don't have a setup, dude. I'm like, nah. Badass, because it reminds me of a story. Not, not to interrupt you, but uh, this is like major label shit. But fucking Lior Cohen, I think his name is from fucking Def Jam. Mm -hmm. When they fucking discovered, uh, you know, Snoop and them, not them, but Dre Snoop, but they wanted to cash in on the Long Beach shit. Right. So Warren G comes out, 
And it's like, we want to sign Warren G to Def Jam. So this fucker flashed New York to fucking Long Beach. He goes into, the story goes, yeah, I walked into this motherfucker's house and, you know, he's got turntables on some fucking, some weird stands. Like some, <laughs> there's a fucking beer bottles, 40 ounce bottles everywhere. <laughs> he's got records over here. He's got his beat machine over here. Like yeah. it's just his ghetto just, ass setup, but he's right. making sick ass beats on it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, Lior was like, Lior's a fucking millionaire. He's like, I don't know what the fuck, but I got to sign you. You know, you don't go. I love this shit. Yeah. You're signed. Man. You're signed. I, I think, you know, it just. You can see the hunger and stuff. You can see the passion when they're, you, you know, making it work. Like, whatever they have, they're making it work and they're making something dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even with little shit. And, and that's, that's, you know, I didn't, how can I put it? I can appreciate that. Yeah. You know, um, I had a semi-musical background you know i did the whole band thing i knew how to read, read music okay, and keep cool. tempos and shit like that and i, I gotta admit that helped that, helps. Okay. that helped a lot you know and and people that that work with what they have it, that's that's pretty admirable you know it's respectable it's just, some just people make excuses like well i don't have this and i don't have that i don't have i don't have, I don't have the two tables i don't have the mixers like I can't yeah. have the fucking table. <laughs> dude, dude, I mean, four years after I've been, been DJing, I, I didn't, I didn't get my deck till about maybe the fifth year. And you were, they, and it, it didn't stop you. Is my point. Yeah. And most, some people make excuses like ask, a lot of people do. Actually. And ask me how many times I practiced even after I had my decks. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I would I would turn on the decks just because it was a track that was in my head and I wanted to listen to it just to, you know kind of get it out. But it, it's it's just something that I really took to. Who's the one that kind of showed you though? Like as far as blending, you just kind of I just picked it up. I you know like I said with the music that shit I didn't understand what the fuck. Like <laughs> well, I've been a hip hop head for a long time, but I never knew how complex it was until like later. You got like some DJ friends like oh you're gonna be I didn't know what the fuck beat matching was. It was like what are they doing back there? Like I mean somebody it, had to tell me like somebody had to like show I, me. I think it was just cumulative knowledge from oh, okay. going to the parties and meeting these DJs and be like, okay, so what's the point? What do you look for? I don't know, whatever my questions were, whatever I posed at the time in terms of how it worked. Yeah. You know, I guess I just kind of put all that together. And once I had the chance to, to experiment with it, you know, it, you did it, it happened. Kind of trans- yeah. Over. Yeah. You know, and, and one thing I did try to get into was the whole, scratching and the and beat juggling and shit it was that's a whole other sh- it was a whole other level dude you know and that shit no it's no fucking joke shit, it, practice. and i mean i'm telling you if i didn't even practice with not have my decks you think i was gonna practice mm-hmm. you know you know <laughs> but uh see yeah. this guy doesn't even practice <laughs> fucking show off i'm sure you can tell nowadays when i go on you know it's just all the let's talk about some of the uh the crews you've been in or also some of your favorite parties from back in that era. Cause that's one of the things I pride myself on for sweet Jesus radio is kind of chronicling and fucking yeah. you know, recording these stories, man. It, like, like in other words, what's one of the, some of the first two, three crews you've been in or if there was that many also some of like the first big shows, like the, where you open up for like the, the bigger names. Well, this disclaimer, if I forget anyone or a name, yeah, know, please right? forgive me. You know, like, hey, we heard uh, the fucking CJ's yeah, radio. Like, you, didn't, you didn't say my, you, it was me. I helped you. I was the I one, you know. Fun. Yeah, no, please. It's I apologize. Blur, you know, my memory is bad. It's a double edged sword. It's great sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I, it gets me in trouble. But um, I, initially I had started with, with Blue Sun, with BSP, okay. with yeah, Aldo yeah. and Raul. Shout out, yeah. Shout out to Shout them. Out to Aldo, Raul. Um, they gave me some of some of uh, some of my best gigs. Fuck 
Yeah, you know, those are, the, those are the guys. They man. were, they were, they knew, they knew how to throw a party, dude. Fuck yeah. You know, <laughs> Hell yeah. um, people know what's up. I, it was with them, and then uh, these little, these other crews. There was another one that kind of was uh, cut short, and it was Universal. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It was with with Orlando, you know, Surge. Surge Orlando. Rest in peace, brother. Um, Rest in peace. That's oh my man, fucking brother, right there. Yeah, dude. Uh, Orlando. I don't know if you know Orlando. Yeah. Aqua, I met Orlando he, first, and then I met Surge to Orlando. Yeah. So he I, had I he had the Aqua Cafe. Yeah. Remember right. that? Yeah. So that's how kind of that's, that's how I met Orlando was through the Aqua Cafe. Oh, okay. You know, he had a setup there. He asked me to come play and stuff, and then he he him and Surge were, they approached me. They're like, hey, you know what? We're starting Universal. You want to be a part? I'm like. Hell fucking yeah, dude. Cool ass cats. Well, they, they put like Serge included me in that group, but not as a DJ or anything, just as fucking promoter, just a cool guy over well, here. It was it wasn't so, it was supposed That's why to it's be. weird how like sometimes you like you're in the same scene but you still don't meet people because I I've never really like I know who you were, I'm but sure, I never met you. I'm sure we crossed paths, did, but, but it was really just... like but very like, Serge is like my brother. Yeah. Know? Yeah, no, nah, it was and then Orlando's my boy. So I haven't heard from Orlando in years, so if you can oh. update on that a little later, it'd be cool. But um, he approached me and he's like, "We're we we starting this crew. It's Universal, um, and it's not just gonna be house or electronic music. He's like, it's gonna be the whole spectrum: hip hop, house, trance. You know, it's just it's gonna be this conglomerate of of talent. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, ride me in, yeah. count me in, and then um. Well, that happened. I start. I would, you know, DJ for them here and there, and then Eclipse Producciones started coming into the scene. Who? Eclipse. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I was gone for a while, so a lot of things changed. Um, Eclipse dismantled, and then I think it part. It kind of part of them. I don't know the. I don't. I don't want to assume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But part of them are not hot hard pop. I think. Oh, okay. So, I started. DJing with them as well, and they 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 were the primary source of parties for the Juarez area, and uh, I had some, I I have a a lot of appreciation for those guys too, dude. They 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 um took me to Monterrey, Mazatlan, Chihuahua. I was and and they're just badass parties, dude. There's there's (laughs) one of the Monterrey party just really just sticks out. It's just one of the highlights of my career, to be honest with you. Break it down, break down the Monterrey party. So, um, first of all, we drove. It was about four or five of us in a car. I'm listening. I'm gonna get the Francis (laughs) Conroy. Go for it. So it was about four or five of us, dude, in a car. Mind you, I had my vinyl. I had two crates of vinyl, and um, the it was called the OM Club. And the entrance was draped with sheets and it had black lights kind of coming from the other side of it. So it was like this tunnel that you walk through. Then as soon as you got to this area, there was uh, maybe about a little staircase, maybe about seven or eight steps that went up into what was the VIP. Nice. There was this huge round table right in the middle. Right above that, it was open air. It was this huge oh, circle. It was just open. You could see out. Really? Yeah. It was great. And then right across from that was a DJ booth. It was elevated too. You know, it was maybe about four or five feet above from the from the dance floor. Okay. And you know, you get there and, and you get all this attention. I had no idea. I was headlining, by the way. I had no idea what was going <laughs> on. You know, like they had copies. Sign, they had copies of my mix. girls' boobs and shit. Well, I just kind of, we'll get to that later. <laughs> 
they had copies of some of a mix of mine that I had no idea how they had gotten it. Believe it or oh, not. Shit. Yeah, I was tripping out, dude. So, I, you know, can you sign this? And I'm I'm just I'm just feeling awkward. <laughs> you know, cuz I Yeah, I'm just I just a guy that, that Yeah, shit. I'm just a guy that likes to play this music for you guys, for me just to go out, have fun, dance, you know, have a couple drinks and have a good time. Yeah, that, yeah. that that's my outlook on it. So, yeah, yeah. so we're there and a lot of shit happened that well, a couple of things happened that <laughs> night that just kind of made it a little a little memorable so we're there you know i'm chilling i'm having my beer having a cigarette here and there and uh i'm ready to go on and and this guy chago was, was a very well-known dj in that area played a lot of uh psych trance badass guy dude and uh he had come, he had, they had Ramon Juarez a couple of times, opened for him for a couple of times. So anyway, he's opening up for me and, and I'm getting my shit ready, looking to my vinyl and Federales get there. Holy shit. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not talking, you know, one or two with, you know, a little 45. I'm talking aren't. They, they, I'm already Swat buzzing. <laughs> I mean, they weren't dicks or anything. They just had to go do their job, make sure Check everything was cool. Yeah. I'm I'm already buzzing, dude. I'm feeling good. And they look through my record bag and, you know, do you have anything? Well, well I'm like, oh, go ahead, look through it. I'm like, you know, anyway. Yeah. So that happens, you know, kind of brush the sweat off my off my forehead. And uh, the lights go off, dude. What? What? I'm cueing my shit and the lights go off. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, what the hell's going on? Sure enough, you hear a bunch of scuffling and a bunch of moving around, blah, blah, blah. And the lights... Then come on still, you see fire come off from the like, opposite ends of the club. <laughs> I look, <laughs> I look, I, I look at, I look at, at Donka and I'm like, hey, wait, what's, what the hell's going on? Am I okay? Are we, are we safe? You know? And he's, he just kind of, he, 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 he closes his eyes and he puts his hand up like, like, just chill, just wait. It's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens is they had, they had set up a, a catwalk right in front of the DJ booth. That went forward and out to like a T, yeah. went out and left and right, and they had these fire dancers, dude. Holy shit. And they had these drummers and they were playing drums and there was these guys twirling fire, you know, all this other crap. And I lean over and I'm like, "Hey, wait, qué está pasando?" You know? <laughs> and he's like, "This is an opening. This shit's for you, dude." Holy shit. And I'm like, "Nah." He's like, "Yeah, they, they, yeah. they, they were excited. You know, your house. They know your music. They know what you play. Yeah, yeah. You know." And I'm like. I was just trying to keep it in. I just, I felt, I was very, I just felt good, dude. Damn. You know, the fact that they would do this just for me. Yeah. You know, some guys from El Paso that just, you know, yeah. Just How was your set? Did you fucking rip it, obviously? It went from two to about six in the morning. <laughs> and, uh, Four hours set. it was, it was great, dude. I mean, the people That's were. That's fucking vinyl. It was vinyl all, yeah, days. it was all wax, dude. So, so you can, and that was There's just no <laughs> laptop. Shit. Yeah, not no. now. I'm just saying. I like, mean, people understand. Like you had to. Yeah, yeah. Have, I, to have your, your records you, kicked ca- out. And yeah, carrying carry two, that shit. Carrying like, two, three hundred pieces of music. It was different then than carrying 250, 200 pieces of music now. Yeah. You know, you carry it in your pocket nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Back then, you know, it weighed at least fifty pounds. Yeah, you know what I mean? Minimum. And the scent went great, dude. The music fucking. Love the house. I was playing a lot of the Latin house back then. Right. A lot of organic trumpets, horns, yeah, drums, because it was Monterrey. I didn't, 
or generally just a Latin American country, I didn't know how receptive they were going to be to it. Yeah. You know, because again, they may be listening to that shit all day. Yeah. Or even not just, not, not so much the house, that style of house, but just, you know, those elements in yeah. the music. So uh, there was this track that they used to call Los Trompetazos. They didn't know what it was called. They, they just like, hey, Mike, pon Los Trompetazos, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> so he comes up and, and I, well, I, I'm like, what do you think, Trompetazos? And he's like, fuck it. Literally, fuck it. Dropped it and dude. It was crazy. It was, it was just great, man. <laughs> you old. know, and, and, and I, what I loved, what, what gave me that drive, what gave me that good feeling was watching people feel good. Yeah. That was it. Making a memory in a moment. That was, exactly, dude. That was it, you know? And and it was just one of, it's probably like top three. In, in just hearing it gives me chills. It's like, <laughs> you're fucking, you're, it's a Francis Conner, dude. Nah, nah. <laughs> that too. No, nah, but I mean, like, you're fucking young. You're fucking, you know, you're not in your head, I'm sure, because you're a humble dude. And you're, oh, well, I'm not. Some big name, but they're treating you like a fucking superstar. Yeah, dude. They have your mixes somehow. It, they got that far, that deep into Mexico. Yeah, Paso, yeah, yeah. Paso. Uh, right, Paso is kind of off the radar, especially back then. It was crazy, dude. Like you know, the, the one time I was in Mazatlan, you know, I get off the we get off the plane, small little airport. You know, it's a little propeller plane. Oh, shit. oh it was a funny story. I board the plane in, in Juarez, and uh, the guy, one of the guys. I'm like, so what kind of, what's going on? What kind of plane am I in? Blah, blah. I was just excited. You know, I didn't really yeah. care. He's like, well, it's a little propeller plane. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, don't worry. If they, if, if the propellers go off, it just glides really well. You'll be fine. And I'm like, oh, are you kidding? He's like, no, no, no. If they go off, they just glide. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You'll make it. Anyway, so one of the weird things, you know, in terms of, you're not used to that kind of, of, of uh, attention. Yeah. I get off the plane and these two guys come off and they, they're like, oh, we'll carry your vinyl. We'll carry it. Don't worry about it. Here, oh, we shit. got it. And I'm like, you really don't have to, you know, I, you know, I, I appreciate it, but that's you know, cool. Though. You got a taste of that shit too. Yeah. It, it was great, dude. Oh, you know, and, and again, times, again, it, it's, had it not been for at the time, Eclipse Productions, and I got to give those guys a lot of props, dude. Big shout out. Big, big, big. I mean, who are some of the dudes though that ran that or what? Uh, I know Cobos, uh, Ricardo, este, I feel bad calling him this, but that's what it was his nickname was, and I cannot remember his name. We call him Donkey. El Donkey. Donkey. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, perdóname. You know, um, there was maybe those. There was maybe about two or three other guys, and I, I just the names escape me now. Yeah. You know, it's been a while. Yeah. I, it it shouldn't as as appreciative as I am about you know what what but they did for it, me. It's a blur. Some of it. It is, <laughs> but um, that's cool. Man. And that's not to mention the parties that we had in Juarez too. You know, we had a lot of good parties in Juarez. Those, those guys, uh, I have to say, paved the way. They, 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 I'm sure, I mean, there was parties in Juarez already, but they just upped the level. Yeah. You know, I know they weren't the only ones, but in terms of the quality and the organ, they were so fucking organized. Yeah. They, I got to give them props. To this oh, day, yeah. I'm just like, shout out, eternally indebted to those guys. They were great. What's your favorite uh, BSP party? Oh, my God. That you played at. My favorite BSP party. Tell the, tell the story. It was a Mark Grant party Ooh. at the OM. And uh, I had I was closing the night. The Mark Grant. You know Mark Grant. Yeah. Know Mark yeah. Grant. Uh, it was just, just the energy, dude. You know, the, the set was, I had a, 
I had like a two, two and a half hour set and it was just pristine. And I went from the deep disco <laughs> to the Latin to the, the after hours, you know, like really nice Sade remixes kind of stuff, you know. Whenever and, I was there, I'm pretty sure I'm sure I was. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I, I I really enjoyed that party and that mix because the energy was just so live, dude. Yeah. You know, everybody was just grooving. The dance floor was still packed. It was four in the morning, dude, and people were still there. We were, you know, what I mean, those yeah, are yeah, people yeah. that went to the OM. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. the vibe, you know, the the and that's just one of my most memorable sets. Was one of those was that night. Yeah. It was just I couldn't have asked. It was on point. It, everything you know those everything, nights where vibes, you just yeah the planets align. <laughs> it was it was actually the first time I had a believe it or not the first time I had a Red Bull. No, <laughs> oh, so it was, so it was so, like those what like uh, what year was that, that that those shits came out the Red Bull? I don't know. It was like early two thousand. Yeah, like two thousand one maybe yeah. two thousand. Some chick, some the, I'm DJ, I'm spinning around. The chick comes up. She's like, "Here, you want?" Red Bull. <laughs> I'm like, "What is it?" She's like, "Just drink it." And I'm like, well, do I chug it? Or she's like, if you want. question. <laughs> Dude, chug the Red Bull in like 2.3 seconds. I was so wired. I think that's what the, the set was so good. It was a Red Bull. The Red Bull. Yeah. It was, it. It, it was Not I mean, back then the energy drinks weren't were a new thing, so they would get you fucking yeah. I mean, it, used to them now. But. It, it, it doesn't sound just as memorable as like the Monterrey party, but it was it was just the, the, the whole, the entire feeling of that that night what do you remember being there who do you remember talking to throw some names out <laughs> I, I i don't even know dude. i i was you know <laughs> i was on like i'm sure it was like because like yeah i feel you man like don't even feel bad because like some of those parties like they blend in together it's like i don't know which one who was what for sure for like, sure. i feel like i was there but i'm not 100 sure because okay. my memory is also like okay for sure for sure rich okay milo Okay. I know. I think I'm speaking of people we both mutually yeah, know yeah. well. I mean, excuse me, those two for sure. I yeah. mean, and, and and general friends. I mean, you know, Sobe, you know, Joey, yeah. uh, you know. And of course, it's a BSP party. It's a BSP all, all, all over there, probably in the pink yeah. room. But uh, <laughs> it was it was just packed, dude. Yeah. And and it was. I think she it was. was so I I then. think it was the first time that we had brought Mark. No, mm. no. I, well, I don't know. I'm not even going to ask, but maybe. I, maybe I think we had them at X Factory before, mm -hmm. but I don't know. Uh, it was it was it was just just the vibe of that whole night and the set and everybody just grooving was just. Ah. X Factory is the shit too, though. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, definitely. I mean we're you know we're doing shit there now, but they got the same uh, carpet there. I used <laughs> the, the little, little stars, little planets and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's dude. the same carpet. <laughs> it's like. When we started doing shit there recently, I was like, or even when they opened it as other things, like Pasha or whatever, I was like, yeah. oh, I remember this carpet. <laughs> I remember rolling around in some cuddle puddle in this carpet. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I do, do not roll around in that carpet, dude. Ever. It's grimy as fuck. Um, now, I, don't, I did parties for, for um, I don't remember what the crew was, but for Fredo and Ray, Ray Mendoza, um, I wasn't part of the crew, but I did a lot. I did a few parties for them, and they... Mm -hmm. they they had some really good stuff, dude. Yeah, really good no, DJs. I, I, I enjoyed playing those guys. We're talking about that guys. last night with Joe, actually. Uh, some of that, the stuff that Ray did, and he's obviously those guys. Same yeah. as us, been around since day one. They've been around for a while, dude. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry, Fredo, Ray. I don't remember the names of the parties and and the crew. I'm trying to remember the name of the crew. He had is it. Is it the same? What they call themselves? Who's 
Nah, because I don't even want to say it because I'm going to fucking have to look stupid. <laughs> but there's, yeah. So, but, yeah, I, I forgot. I forgot but, too, but. But uh, Unified Culture. Unified Culture. Yeah, they even had the uh, the uh, message board. Yeah. Nice yeah. to be on the message board too. And so I did parties for Fredo, dude. Fredo's DJing now. At the time, Fredo wasn't DJing, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, I do. I remember. He was like, just everywhere. <laughs> he was. He was. Fredo's been everywhere. Shout out to Fredo. Shout out to Fredo. Love you, brother. He's fucking love that guy. Love a lot of guys. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Love a lot of guys. <laughs> so I mean, in terms as far as kind of went off a little tangent on stories there, but in terms of like. The show's about like DJ crews and 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 productions. Those were the 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 three predominant ones were um, BSP, Eclipse Producciones, um, and Universal. Okay, you know, and then now of course I roll with BNS, uh, yeah, with good. with Beats Nonstop. Um, shout out to to the crew. Shout out to Rick. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Moy and Rick the whole crew. Moy, Lena, Sony, Lena, Lena was spinning just the Izzy. other day there at uh, on Thursday when I bartended. I saw the pictures. Uh, acid. I saw the pictures. Kids, yeah, yeah. You guys so, look like you're having a good time. Am I, I'm not even in the picture. Well, they, they did. They they, they, they look like no, they were. They were having a good time. Like hey, they were. You beat that way. And they, Fucking, you know. uh, I don't know if I'm if I'm putting anybody on blast, but <laughs> Katrina was having a good time. She was. I would shout out to Katrina. That's was like the most she's ever talked to me in the whole time I know. So yeah, I'm, I'm rolling with uh, BNS um, right now, having a good time. Um, good parties, dude. Good, cool. good parties. And you know, just out of nostalgia and and memory for Surge, I I like to post Universal a lot. Still, oh hell yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I even put it when I used to rap. Uh, yeah, I could always shout out the Universal. Sh- yeah, mm-hmm. put in some of my lyrics and shit. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, now as far as Orlando, I mean, I uh, have, uh, I don't even remember the last time I talked to him, but we had some, because there's Facebook shit, but I don't think he's been getting on that much lately. Okay. But we had some Facebook interaction and whatnot. Is he I here? I know, nah, no. he lives in Dallas, I think. Okay. Comes in, you know, holidays, shit like that. Uh, okay. Much how he's doing stuff in yeah, Dallas. Yeah, we, we, during the time, I think right, right before Sergio passed, we got, we got really close with, you know, him, Orlando, and. Like kicking it with Surge at his crib and stuff like that, but and then he just passed and it was yeah it was, was kind uh, of fizzled, dude yeah well Surge lived with Orlando's brother then he lived with me for a while That's true. at my fucking uh, studio apartment then yeah. he was with that what's that dude's name Davis guy yeah I don't I just know yeah. that's where that's where he passed but yeah like uh, Orlando was Orlando the way I met him I've told the story before not not this angle but my hip hop. Like, as far as promoter beginnings, the first show I ever did, it was like a, just a B-Boy battle, local okay. shit. But it was okay. a good turnout. But it was just networking. Like, no, there was no Facebook, obviously, no nothing. It was right. just fucking passing out flyers. Somebody gets it. Yeah. Somebody calls you. And I got somehow in touch with Orlando through two, three friends. Did he you know, B-Boy? Did Orlando B-Boy? A little bit, I think. A little. I don't remember. I know Serge would fuck around. But anyways, I needed it. Dude, I was like planning an event, and I didn't even have a DJ or anything. <laughs> So like Damn. Orlando and somebody else became like the DJs, like all of a sudden it was like just it was just fucking sloppily thrown together. I just wanted to get in the scene. I just wanted to fucking promote. That time in Orlando through like fuck, I think it was I don't know if you know a guy, uh, my buddy Jimmy who went to high school with another guy Eloy, Eloy, Eloy Flores. He's like an artist now. I think he does. Whoever's listening, like he's a I'm badass a, artist. I'm a face guy. Yeah, I gotta see your face. He's from sometimes. Yeah, but he wasn't like fully in the scenes. I think no. he moved out pretty soon early, but. He knew Orlando. Okay. And then that's like, yeah, they introduced me. He's like, 
can you spin? He's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> sure. And then like, boom, you know, and then like after party wise, we go to my apartment. It's just, just like a handful of us, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then like, yeah, my buddy's, you know, coming over, uh, Serge, you know, he's like, he brings this yeah. Serge guy over and, yeah. you know, I was like, oh shit. Wow. Cool. We, Serge, we, Serge we, used to flow. Yeah. He fuck around freestyle. Yeah. Him. I remember. I that, have a, a song like his only like actually probably only recorded song. I'm sorry. It's just like a verse. But he did it with when he was living with me. He had I had like a drum machine. I taught him how to use it. He made his own little quick, like simple little drum beat. beat, and then I had the fucking task cam, four track analog shit. So we we weren't we didn't click right away, but like over time, you know, we clicked, and then he moved into my shit because okay. I don't know what the fuck happened over there, but that's how we got tight yeah. and blah blah blah. So that's that's the backstory. Oh. Cool man. Let's talk about talk about your capoeira shit, man. Oh. <laughs> You had to, huh? You had yeah. to. Well, I mean, yeah, we're gonna fucking go. <laughs> we're gonna dissect a sharp, this, a sharp left. We're sharp, gonna, I was like, I'm in music mode. I'm like, I'm over here. Fuck, I forgot to mention this and shit. I forgot to mention that. But okay, sure. we can weave it in if you want. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, capoeira. Okay, because um, we want to give the full spectrum of your of my your personality, my personality, your persona. So. I mean, should we say what it is just for the yeah, those break it listening? Down. So yeah. basically, uh, you got into it too. Uh, capoeira is just a Brazilian martial art. It's kind of looks like break dancing, but people actually kicking each other. You know, it's a little more aggressive, quote unquote. To gamers, just of, be like, it's uh, Eddie if Gordo. you play Tekken, it's yeah. Eddie Gordo. Yeah. Well, interesting story. Eddie Gordo was uh, all the all the moves for that guy. Sorry, we got a visitor. We, we got a visitor. We got a visitor. We got a visitor. So that's okay. So interesting story with Eddie Gordo. If you've ever played Eddie Gordo on Tekken, and then apparently now he has a sister or a wife or something on the game. I don't even. I don't play Tekken anymore. I have like Tekken one. You know, now they're like on Tekken eight. Anyway, so one of the, the group that I was training with in in Rochester, New York, the Rock. We call it the Rock. Just for, you know, um, the master for that group is the guy that they actually got the moves from for the game. Uh-huh. They took him into the studio. They had the little bolitas on him, you know, yeah. the little balls with the, the, little, screen, with the green screen yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Mr. Marcelo. Yeah, dude. I know that. You didn't tell me that last time. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I had just a little, little cool, little, you know. A little, little factoids. A little fact, yeah. Um, when the school's actually out in, in California. But I started, I started, um, mind you, I had no martial arts background. I, I've all had always wanted to get into boxing and it just never really yeah. happened. Uh, my dad used to box. He said he didn't want it for me. You know, it was, he just, well, no, he's just, you know, it's, it, it's a dangerous sport. Any, any martial art is going to be dangerous. You know, um, he's like, I don't want that for you. He, he did teach me here and there when I was growing up, but it was very kind of, he was very apprehensive about it. Yeah. You know, he didn't really want to get me into it too much. He boxed in the military, you know, he has medals and shit. Dude, so, yeah. Uh, I I didn't really get into any. I didn't do karate, taekwondo, you know, kickboxing, any of that. So finally, I, I moved to Ann Arbor, and um, I meet this guy that would do pickup soccer on on Sundays, and he's like, "Hey, have you ever done this? Have you heard about it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I heard about it. I know what it is. I've seen it." You know, he's like, "Well, why don't you you want to try it?" I'm like, "What the heck?" <laughs> Come out um to a community college, Monroe Community College at that in in, in Ann Arbor or Ypsilanti, and uh, meet the group. 
pretty intimidating because everybody's super flexible. You know, they're doing backbends and flips and, you know, kicking above my head. And I'm, I'm already 5'10", and I'm like, holy shit. And um, Careful with that shit. Oh, I keep bumping it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So I speak with my hands. So I gotta, I'm going to keep them down here. It's the, I goes hooked. Yeah. It was, I want to say 2004, 2005 that I first started training. And uh, if you've ever been in some sort of martial art group or trained of anything like that, they're very cohesive, those groups. You know, they're like your second family when, when you're not at home and stuff. We look out for each other. We're training, you know, or uh, yeah. it was just great, dude. I mean, the exercise, family vibe. it was a very, very, very big family vibe. Um, the group was, was a Cordage auto group out in Ann Arbor. There's a couple of them. There's another Cordage auto group in, in Farmington Hills, but, um, just like karate and things like that, there's different kinds of, of groups, yeah, of you know, course. and, uh, that's where I started. You know, I was at the university of Michigan. You started training there and, uh, it was like a four or five day thing, dude. You know, get out of work, go train. Boom, get out of work, go train. Weekends, we have just like an open class on Saturdays. Sundays You're pretty was dedicated. I was. I was. It's probably some of the best shape of my life that I've ever been in, <laughs> you know? It's very aerobic. It's not just kicking, you know? It's oh, not, yeah, it's... You know, it's like people tell me, so what can you do that's different? I go, well, I can kick you in a handstand if that Yeah. If that's that, like, if that's that matters. That's the coolest anything. ones. Yeah. But. And then they're like, it they, they kind of gives them an idea of what you can do with the martial art. A lot of people don't consider it a martial art. They, you know, there's, you don't compete. There's no, there are, but they're mainly in Brazil. I don't think I've ever known of a couple, a couple other competition well, here in the States. Fighting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I trained there for a while. When I moved to Rochester, I ended up having to move schools, which is, uh, I moved into the Capoeira Manjinga group uh, there in, in the rock, trained with them for, for a year and a half. It was, it's, it's just great, dude. You know, and, and the thing is, it's not just movement that you're learning. You're not learning how, you're not just learning how to kick. You're not just learning how to, you know, tumble or flip or do cartwheels or handstands. Um, there's, there's other aspects. There's other elements of the martial art that people aren't aware of. Yeah. And one of those is, is the language. Mm. Um, aside from that, which bleeds into the music. Mm. So the game that you play, uh, the, the capoeira game that you do play, is dictated by whatever music oh, the, the, the bateria, they call it, is playing, which is uh, the, <laughs> the musicians at the head of the, of the circle. Yeah. Um, so music, the, the, you can be dictated to play um, a ground game, but you're not allowed to stand up. You're mm. just, just simple kicks on the ground, you know, uh, cartwheels and stuff where you're not, you're allowed, you have to keep at least a hand on the floor, believe it or not. Uh, and if you try doing yeah. that, just messing around, yeah, it, it takes some steam out of you. Or oh, there's a game where it's just really fast. Um, there's a game, uh, they can be playing music where you're not allowed to tag the other person. <laughs> you just kind of, you, you, you just play. So you know, those games you, are like, but they're used to what? To teach like discipline and they're used to, to hone teach, certain aspects yeah, of it? Yeah, I mean, with, with kind of like with mixed martial arts, you have your, you your stand-up game and yeah. you have your, your ground game. It's kind of like that, except, you know, we don't really do holds or, you know, if they do, it's temporary just to kind of take somebody down. We do a lot of takedowns. There's a yeah. lot of takedowns with that. So depending on the kind of music that they're playing, that's going to dictate the kind of game you have. And then furthermore, depending on the kind of song that they're singing within the game that you're playing, mm. that's going to tell you, 
okay, maybe you're being a little pussy and you're not, you, you, you're not, you don't want to interact. Yeah. The way they see it, it's a conversation. If I kick you duck, but you're, you're responding to my, yeah, to okay. my move. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a call and response kind of game. Kind of like a, like a play almost. Or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But with, you know, moves that could potentially <laughs> break your nose, knock some teeth out, yeah, you know, exactly. uh, break your forearm or whatever, yeah. your, your elbow. And uh, I think that's what drew me more to it was the fact that it wasn't just movement. Mm. You know, I had, to, to I had to learn the songs, which were all in Portuguese. You know, you had to learn how to play like five different instruments. Damn. You know, and then you have, there's etiquette, just like in any martial art. Uh, of course. Yeah. There, there's etiquette that you have to follow, so. It's that's, that's the so you still practice or no? I just started, dude. I, <laughs> I, I when I when I was in Vegas, I was training there with another Manjinga group, and uh, I moved back. I want to say three years ago, and since then I, I I hadn't done anything. Yeah. Excuse me. Not a jog, not a stretch. So I went. I went two <laughs> weeks ago. I'm sure you saw it on Facebook. And bro, yeah, I, so I, I couldn't move for like three days, bro. Yeah. I was hurting, but, Gain I, sucks. but it was, ugh. <laughs> but I loved it though. Yeah, you know, it was good. And 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 uh, there's a good fortune. I was fortunate enough to to have a group here in El Paso. So there's a group here. Yeah, oh, it's a uh, UCA, I think. USC, UCA, something like that. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> yeah. This day. So how do you? Uh, or do you need another, another yeah, refreshment? I need, I, need, I need a refreshment. Go for it. Or we're gonna take a little beer break. I'm not gonna press uh, pause on this. I'm gonna. I'll talk well for the next thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, man, that shit's dope on that caddy. Good man. Thank you. Cool. So, how often do you spin now? The times I spin are far and few in between. You know, um, I get some gigs with BNS. But uh, you know we got to spread the wealth. You know there's a, there's a, there's a lot of good DJs within our group. You know, and uh, I've never been much of a hog either. I, I like to I like to play, but I also like to hear good good music, yeah. good DJs. Joe, listen. So I maybe right now I think we're just kind of on chill mode. Play at three hundred one. Oh, when was it? Was it last year or last this year? Three hundred one for the oh for Roger Sanchez. Yeah. yeah, I think it was early February. Okay, I think. Uh, opened up for Roger Sanchez. That was great. That was a that was a pretty good set. Um, it was a different crowd. I mean, I had some of my friends there, from, you know, uh, but the the, the crowd, crowd or what? it was yeah, dude. It it it's um, it was a much younger crowd, and they they dug it. I was yeah. I was happy to see that they were actually grooving to it. You know, again, I wasn't playing too hard. I didn't want to, you know. Roger Sanchez was coming up. I had to kind of, you know, <laughs> tone it's it down. It, well, it's part of the DJ etiquette. Yeah, you you yeah, don't yeah, want to, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, you it's just, part of it. you're opening for somebody. You don't drop your heaviest track. You don't do that shit. You yeah. just chill, open up for them, kind of warm it up. Yeah, yeah. You kind of set it up, put it on a platter, and you say, here you go. It's all yours, baby. Just Boom. fucking tear it prime, up. Prime them up. Yeah, exactly. Primed up. Exactly. <laughs> that was a good show. Um, etiquette, thanks. etiquette. Ed- exactly, dude. Because a lot of motherfuckers, not, they're not practicing that right now. They, I mean, I didn't know the etiquette coming into this either. I gotta say, there was some times when I just I didn't know what I was doing, but uh, you learn. And uh, big thanks to to Thadi mm. for having me out there. You know, three hundred one. That was it was a great show. Roger Sanchez tore it up. Um, my gigs are maybe once a month, maybe 
maybe once every two months, depending. How about mixes or do you upload shit? Mixes, because I'm not playing that much, I'm getting the itch a lot more. So uh, I'm uploading mixes maybe once every two months. I'm how, trying can, to, how can people find them or where do they find them? Uh, SoundCloud slash just Mike 915 Mixcloud slash just Mike 915 uh, anywhere uh, there's I think two or three mixes on there as I'm loading I'm taking some off so you know there's earlier mixes on there that might be coming off soon do you produce two or no nah. no so I, I have the means to do it you know I have the programs but I just there. don't have the time <laughs> dude you know and Right now, I'm a little too lazy to go into yeah. YouTube and find shit out. I'd rather have somebody say, hey, look, come here. Let me show you how to YouTube, do this shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's just me being lazy, you know? Yeah. And, I, and, <laughs> and if I don't have time to learn it, I'm sure these people that are actually producing are going to be like, motherfucker, I don't yeah. have time to be fucking <laughs> You know? But no, I, I'd like to, though, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already have it in you, man. I'd like to produce. It, it wouldn't be, I think it'd be uh, productive. Oh, yeah. It'd be something I could I could really get into, but. Takes a lot of cool time. man shit we've already covered a lot of topics let's go into some more uh personal shit like i was telling you earlier i have a, I have a story to share but we're gonna go we you say you've seen a couple movies lately so yes. we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, go yeah, into yeah. that okay uh some little mini movie movie reviews uh movie re- how's that process <laughs> you feeling that yeah, francis carter <laughs> kicking in Fucking, uh, but no, I'm going to share a story about my car. I was telling you oh, earlier. that's right. Yeah, the little, little it's literally It's literally right here on my real car. It's <laughs> literally right here a block away. It's right here parked in the Firestone parking lot, bro. What did you do? Because I went to, I didn't do shit, man. I took it to, and I'm still waiting to hear about it, man. I took it to Firestone on Montana Street, mm-hmm. Chelsea, Montana, where the El Paso heads. Um, and um, that's good. in other words, I went for a simple oil change. And I'm driving around afterwards. You know, they said it was going to take 45 minutes. It took two hours. But they're usually on point, customer service. But they were rushing. I don't know. They fell behind. I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm driving around afterwards. I'm driving, running errands. And my, my car starts making a fucking crazy sound, like a knocking Clank. noise. Oh, not da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, shit. I pull over. I'm leaving out a lot of details because I'm going to give you the short version. But it's okay. It's all right. Fucking, we checked the oil, man. Bone dry. Are you serious? It's like, no, there's no oil in my car. Wait, wait. Before you go on, are you Mexican? You're Mexican, right? Mexican American. American, yeah. We don't take cars to body shops. We do that shit ourselves. Fuck that shit. What's the matter with you? Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Why why do it yourself and you can pay somebody to do it? (laughs) But at least you know you have the peace of mind that you did that shit right. Yeah, but you know what's cool about taking it places? They check other shit. Like, oh, hey, you need to top off your this and then you need your air filter, blah, 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 or your. They check things and they have records of things. Don't be lazy, dude. And I'm lazy too. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm messing with you. You're not so, saving so, any money. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably a little more expensive, but you know, exactly. I'm just busting your balls, right? No, right, so of course, of course. I love okay, it. Good, okay, good. But uh, yeah, man, it was bone dry. And long story short, I had to get a towed. I didn't want to get a towed to Montana would have cost me like 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. I had a tow it to Lee Trevino right here where we're at. It's literally right here. No, I know. It's a my, car, on my car's Rojas right and Lee Trevino, yeah. My car's there by itself, all lonely. You shouldn't even say the name of the shop because they just messed up your car, dude. Well, I want to say the name so, like, so nobody oh, fucking so nobody trusts. Goes. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like, no, they've always been on point, but they fucked up this time. So at this point, but the, that's, I'm talking, to, I'm giving props to Montana, even though they're the ones that fucked up. Yeah. They have always provided they, good service. 
know, they just fucked up this time. But Lee Trevino location, I'm not going to say his name, but there's a motherfucker there, some older <laughs> dude. They, he's the worst, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to bore the listeners with shit, but like, right. so the customer service, you know, the beast side, you know how you guys are over here? <laughs> yeah. I'm upper beast side. So, so it's just, uh, it's a big so difference. So then, yeah, man, it's there. The car's there. They have to send a fucking inspection, like, specialist to so investigate he, he's flying in just for my car from nationwide i guess the insurance, insurance company yeah. yeah it's not mine it's like a third party they, from they them. might total the motor out yeah but i'm trying to see they i'm nervous because i'm, I'm wondering if they're gonna like say oh well, we don't see anything that we did wrong there's, just, there's those little things that, you, that in your head yeah, like yeah 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 fuck like you know what i mean like well i'm gonna get fucked over you're in luck i know somebody very close to me that works with insurance companies oh for real as an adjuster so Boom. if you know need some, anybody yeah. out there see this is happening for a reason <laughs> need, some, need some advice with claims and and, and the like you know Boom. See? You know, hit me up on it facebook message be. me something you know <laughs> i'm not gonna give you my phone number because so yeah i got this fucking little rental uh but at least it took him a week to give me that shit but yeah that's my star yeah dude let me know man oh yeah dude shit so, yeah well that's i might need, <laughs> I might need that's crazy so I mean, if you were running without oil, forget about it. I know that's what it, I'm like. That's, it's pretty. That's I probably, bet you had some permanent damage. It's it's the blood of the car. It was like I'm sure that's from like metal to metal shit. Oh yeah, you ground some shit. You probably locked the pistons or some shit. Yeah. That's, that's done. Like it still starts, but no, don't even don't even try no, starting it. It's just there. I left it there. But I drove a little bit with it. I was like, have, have you gone over there to say hi to it or something? I did once. Okay, good. I uh, well, I had to get some stuff out of it. <laughs> I gave it a little pet, a little kiss. Like, it's okay, babe. A little no, kiss. You're going to be fine. Rub the tip of my wiener on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. What? It's a, it's a girl. It's a girl no, car. No, dude, but you know, that's, that's just intimate shit that just needs to stay. Like, is that, is that. Some TMI. Pillow talk stays with the pillow. You know what I mean? No, but if you, hey, hey guys, if you if you're ever there in the area, if you I am. See a, you know what? A Corolla, I, that's mine. Don't ever ask me to get in your car, dude, because that is just, <laughs> dude, it's just nasty, that, that dude. made me that reminded me of a story. Like, well, fuck, should you even tell it? It's a gross story. It's gross. <laughs> no, because like, don't do it. Oh, because no, fuck it. Uh, in that car, like you know, you know, yeah. sometimes you sometimes you well get in a lovey dovey mood with your girl. My, my previous car was the Trojan. <laughs> Oh shit! It was, I called it the Trojan. Holy shit! It was just all I had to it, say. It speaks for itself. That's true. So I, I was, you know, I did my thing one time in the passenger side. Okay. And of course, there was passenger things. There was some, you know, some left behind shit there on the seat. And my <sighs> buddy's, he comes in one day, and he's all, he sees like the little stain there, and he's all touching it. What's in there? Hey, that's the way. He's like a mexa. <laughs> hey, cause that's the way. He's all touching it and scratching it. And I'm all, that's my love. <laughs> Carrie, my love, because that's the way, and he's still touching it and scratching <laughs> that's it. Disgusting. And he finally gets it. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's just bad, dude. That's just bad. But by now it's already like faded. Well, well, we're it's on the well, car. Please, you didn't get that. You didn't get like a wipey or something. You don't carry wipies in the car. Nah, what the fuck? Carry no, wipies in the car, dude. Nah, plus, I, want, I want people to fucking. Plus, what are you doing in the car? I want people to sit on it. Nah, it's one of those I'm, things, and you gotta pull over you. when you're younger. You well, that's true. I mean, if it was at a younger time, younger, okay. yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So do it when you do it, that's it. I was running around without AC in my car for three years. One of those years was in Vegas. Mm. 
the worst. Oh my god! Second only to fucking Phoenix and this shit. And it was leather. I have leather in the car. Yeah. I mean, it's an older car. Don't think I'm fucking, you know, over here. Like, yeah, you're a celebrity in Monterrey and shit. Local celebrity. But don't ever do that. I don't know how I did it. Dude. Two, three summers, four summers without AC. Yeah, I've never gone that long. The pits. My first car, yeah, maybe. I would lose weight on my on my drive home, dude. Ten pounds, like a little, a little sauna, dude. Five, five, ten pounds off, get off all lanky. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are these movies, man? You saw before we close um, it out, we're gonna get do some little mini little movie, movie reviews. reviews. Well, there there's two that that aren't at the theaters anymore, but I, I highly recommend. Uh, the one that I just saw at the theaters was The Gift. Hmm. Okay. I saw the little post the previous to it. Yep. It's not horror. It's nothing, you know, bloody or anything, but it's it's pretty good suspense. It it was good. You saw it in the theater. I saw it at the theater yesterday, matter of fact. I would probably give it three and a half, maybe four star. Mm-hmm. Out of five. Not bad. If you like suspense and you know, you can suspense do thrillers. you don't mind no gore, no horror, you know, oh, nothing. Yeah. You know, no freaking half faced, you know, yeah, something know. coming at you or some spirit. Um, (laughs) some demonic something Uh, I recommend it dude it was a pretty good watch I enjoyed it who did that shit dude uh, he did Rebecca Hall I know was in it I can't forget Rebecca Hall who's an actress (laughs) I hope (laughs) Um, I don't know what movie she's been in but I know Rebecca Hall's in it and then this guy Jason something he did this movie with, uh, it's the guy that did Green Lantern. Yeah, it's the guy that's doing Deadpool, right? What's the guy name? that's doing Deadpool. Yeah. People drunk. listening I'm right drunk. now are like, that's the way, that's the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm drunk, I don't know. Yeah, no, we're a little tipsy. <laughs> um, and then. Ryan something, no? Ryan. Uh, it is Ryan something. It's not Ryan Gosling, it's no. Ryan something. Yeah, that Ryan guy. That guy. That guy. Um, well, the, he did a movie with that Ryan guy. Mm. Where they switch personalities. I'm really bad with. Like with I'm really bo- I'm really bad with movie guys <laughs> or movie girls. Um, the only reason I know it's Rebecca Hall was because when I was walking out of the hall, I saw on the screen it's Rebecca Hall. Walking like, out of the hall. Walking out of the movie, you know, I was like, it's Rebecca Hall. Um, you know what? I just I watched Chappie recently. Oh yeah, me yeah. too. Like at home. That was a good movie, dude. It, was, it, was it plays good. on this whole solid. idea of consciousness, and it it, it just really kind of. The reason I didn't go to the theaters because I, I was looking forward to it. Like I was following it, and yeah. then like the reviews came out, and they were like mixed. Nah, it was good. So I was like, Ugh. I enjoyed it. And then I saw the fucking I saw it at home eventually, like recently, like yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, and we did too. It wasn't great to me, but it wasn't bad. It was cool. The whole but there was whole, some corny. There was some corny shit. It's corny. It's funny couple. as hell, dude. The whole the whole thug. That's because I think people were expecting like District Nine shit. Something. Well, it's, it's the from same, the same people. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, District Nine was a little more, a little more hardcore. It, it was the, the the whole the Chappie thing. You know, you have this whole South African uh, thug you got thing these that would be funny. Rapper people yeah. on it. They're the main but bad guys. The, 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 what is it, the Antwerp? I don't remember. That's the, the chick and the dude that they're a music group. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah I think. Die if I'm if I'm saying it right. All know. that music that was playing, that's their shit. Okay. And anyway, like that. See, I, I fast like the electronic rap shit. I like it. That's them. I liked it. Okay. No yeah. wonder. So it's like, they're not actors. Hey, are those real tats or were they? Were they oh, they're real yeah. tats. Oh, okay. they're, that's, they're, that's how they look. 
in real life. In real life. Oh, that's pretty dope, dude. They, they're all in like a lot of the music festivals nowadays. I, it was it was good, and then it got it got better because it started touching up on that conscious consciousness yeah. subject. Yeah. I'm really big on that AI shit. Yeah, it was it was incredible, dude. That's why I liked it. Yeah. Um, Ex Machina or Machina, oh, I don't yeah, know how you yeah. pronounce it. I, I just, I just saw that too. Yeah. That was pretty crazy, dude. That's pretty cool. That was I enjoyed it. Um, I just thought it finished a little too fast, a little too abruptly. It wasn't. Yeah. It just kind of it needed a little more. Something else. Between, a little more details, because all of a sudden. I'm not gonna. Yeah, no spoiler alerts. But between the end, you know what happens? Actually, just. Yeah. And and uh, Need, needed when, a little bit more when, in there. when he finds out what the hell is going on and what what Nathan's up to, then they needed something it a little more. Yeah, yeah. Some more detail, draw it out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Shit, um, you know what I saw, man, was fucking uh, the Amy Winehouse documentary. How was that? It's fucking bomb. It's fuck. yeah. It's called Amy. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like old footage of her, like when she's coming up in like little bars. Okay. Just like home video footage, like she's all singing. Just I mean, does it deserve a purpose? Is it like, uh, do we know? Do we learn about her? Do we kind of go into her life? If, we, yeah, even yeah, is it I deep? Mean, it's yeah, it's, it's deep because okay. it's um, because I'm a fan, but you know, it's always cool to learn behind the scenes, like growing up, like their life, what kind of got them into music, blah blah blah. Okay. Okay. So you get to see that, you know what I mean? Like, okay, not just. You, you, when you see video is like a different way to stimulate somebody. You know what right. I mean? There's audio, there's video. So when you see video of like, oh yeah, she's a kid, she's a little teenager. There's like home video, like home movies. Yeah, she's singing or she's fucking. Also, like she, she been she been getting high since she was, <laughs> you know, because her family life was a little wasn't okay. perfect. Okay. So she's over here, talking it up, blah okay. blah blah. But she's also okay. talking about the influences, the American influences, the hip hop shit, okay. the jazz. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah comes together man it's a dope okay. ass yeah. that one what the fuck else have I seen I like I like international movies like for example the last one I saw was No I haven't seen it, it, it's uh, some foreign shit yeah it's basically revolves around uh, a marketing campaign that ousted Pinochet during mm. uh, I want to say the 70s late 70s or early 80s while he was in rule in Chile yeah and the way they marketed the the the, the campaign to, to Alson was just beautiful. Crazy shit. Yeah. Artistic uh, yeah. shit. I mean it's in Spanish. If you don't mind if you don't mind Spanish, it, it, you know, of course it's based in Chile. No, um, like just N O yeah, N O exclamation. exclamation. Yeah. It's with Gal Garcia Marquez. Gal Garcia Bernal, sorry. Okay, no those fuckers. Um that and dude. it's it's so he's the main dude in that one, or what? Yeah, he's a he's a protagonist there. He's a good actor. Oh, he's good. I like that guy. You yeah, find some other guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's in um, all those movies. If you're into you know Latin American history and dictatorship and all that shit, you 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 you'd enjoy it. That's a pretty no. good watch. No, that was it. No, look it's about a year old. It's about a, you know where <laughs> so I found it's it? Kind of new. Red for, box. Red box. Oh, for real? Red box. No Shout way. out to Redbox. Red cool I stopped box. going because they didn't have certain shit. Save me some money instead of going out and go Redbox. Redbox and Netflix. upload it, rip it. There you to go. To the laptop. There you go. What else? We did. Uh, I saw Cartel Land, bro. I saw that so, one too. Saw it. Yeah. Cause like I was, I gave my, I have like this friend, like these friends of mine. I don't know if they're gonna listen, but they're uh, they're a couple. You know. Yeah. Married couple. They don't have a car though. <laughs> so like, I gave them a ride. They wanted, they wanted to go to the movies. Yeah. I gave them a ride. I was like, they wanted to see Ant Man. Which is another one I've seen. It's a good movie. But I was like, I already saw it. 
So, but what's playing around the same time? Yeah. At Cartel End, look it up. Great reviews. I'm by myself there in the theater. Yeah. Watching really? Cartel End. You know what? On a Wednesday or something like that. You know what? I'm lying. I saw Narco Cultura. Oh, yeah. This is different. That's the one I saw. Uh, but Cartel End, yeah. I mean, it's about these. It's, it talks about the, uh, not, of course, the cartels, but uh, the, there's these vigilante groups like because okay. they're tired of these they're fuckers kind of raping the their little towns. Yeah. So they stand up to them. They 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 become themselves again. Okay. And it's okay. like once it once it gets to once it gets big, you can't even control. So of course, they're they're doing similar shit to them. as the cartels. Okay. Now because they're you know, they're doing dark shit because you can't control all of them. So it's about that. And also on the American border, there's some Do you some white dudes, you know, over here in Arizona. Do you protect the borders? It? Fuck yeah, yeah. dude. There's another it's dark, one. Dark, it's out. intense. There's one that's coming out. I saw the previews for it yesterday. It's called Sicario. And Benicio yeah. Toro is in it. With that yeah. one girl, Emily something or other. She's Emily. the girl in it. Yeah. Blount. Blount like Emily Blount? Yeah. yeah. That looks She's very good. Kid, yeah. That looks very good. She came out on the edge, edge of Tomorrow also. Have you seen Narco Cultura? No, no, I've heard of it, but I don't know. So is it a documentary or a movie? It's documentary. But right. it's so, so the premise of the movie is, is, or the documentary is that. You have this one guy that keeps singing about this narco cultura, this narco culture, uh, but yet he really has no experience with it. You know, he's how they glorify singing about they, it. Yeah, he's like the, how they glorify this narco cultura. And on the other end, you have these people. Let me stop you for a bit. Go for it. Are we gonna keep talking about it for the listeners? But I have to take a piss. Oh. <laughs> I'll just wait for yeah, you. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. So generally, it just pretty much shows this contrast with um, these people that are glorifying, you know, there's narco cultura and the AK-47s and the drug use and the guns and the money. And on the other hand, you see, you know, these people that are actually affected by it, that are, you know, that have their relatives shot up every day, caught in the crossfire, you know, or somehow involved with the narcos and stuff, and, and they're kind of suffering through it. So, um, recommend it. Recommend you go watch it. And uh, this guy's still taking a piss. Probably shaking it off. You done in there? He's uh, flushing, for those of you listening. <laughs> Pretty good. I just finished. Oh, man. Refill? Oh. It is. I mean, I, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I kind of already talked about it. So unless you want me to talk about it again. Hey, but you saw. You said you saw Atman. Atman, yes. Atman. Hey, it's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a big. I'm a comic book geek. I love. I, I love. I love comic books. It had a ton of comedy in it. It did. It was pretty good. I can't it's wait for the Deadpool. Paul Rudd. Oh yeah, yeah. fucking Deadpool. I can't wait for Deadpool. Did you see the new trailer? Yes, Blood, I can't wait for the gore, the, rated R, the Batman, of this PG thirteen, Batman, shit. Superman shit is gonna be off the, the chain. The trailer, the new one is dope as fuck. That's gonna be too. crazy. Can't wait. Cool, man. Anything else we want to touch on before we close it out? We're already here at an hour and nineteen minutes. That's Holy perfect. Shit. I mean, do you anything else? I mean, ah, I just wanted to talk about my car and talk shit about Firestone. <laughs> uh, we nah, talked about I mean, the movies. What else we got? I'm trying to see if I don't have any shows or anything coming up. Oh well, if I release it fast enough yeah i'll have it up by tomorrow um it's not my show but i got hired by the the good people at splendid sun nice. productions 
to get the word out on Raekwon. Raekwon oh. and Ghostface Killer at Tricky Falls, guys, August the 11th. That's going to be off the chain. It's going to be fucking sick. Uh, tickets were available here, but not right now. <laughs> so get your tickets. Honestly, there's a couple of spots, um, but I'm only going to promote the spots that I'm fucking uh, responsible for, which is Sun City Tattoo Saragossa. Okay. Sun City Tattoo on the Saragossa location. We have tickets for Raekwon and uh, the Run the Jewels show in September. Sweet. So hit up that spot for your tickets. Uh, again, save yourself some cash, get that pre-sale ticket. But Raekwon, Ghostface Killer, uh, they have uh, somebody named Dylan Cooper who's opening up for him. I've never heard of him. I still have yet to look him up. Yeah, but I've heard some other people talking about him. I don't know if he's a rapper or a singer or what. But Dylan Cooper. Um, again, Splendid Sun. Tricky Falls, August 11th, this Tuesday. Raekwon, Ghostface Killer, that 90s hip-hop, the golden era hip-hop. Yes. Fucking only, it's basically the 20-year anniversary of Volney built for Cuban Links. So that was they're going to do, pretty much perform that whole album. That was a badass album, so dude. That's the only thing I have to, to promote. Uh, let me see. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I don't have any gigs coming up. Well, um, I did have a gig at 301 a couple weeks ago. Okay. Uh, for the groove, the groove session. For oh, that Wednesday thing? Yeah. Um, I do have mm-hmm. that mix. I just haven't had a chance to upload it. So be it's on the lookout for that. Yeah. Say the, mix, uh, the Mixcloud thing again? Mix, uh, Mixcloud dash, versus, uh, I'm sorry, just Mike 915 or uh, SoundCloud dash, just Mike 915. Do you have any, uh, like a fan page on Facebook or Instagram or that? Or? Uh, just Mike, comma, Hausler is the. the Hausler? Hausler. Instead of Hustler. Spell it. H O U S T L E R. Okay, boom. Like, like hustler, but hustler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, just my regular Facebook, Miguel, just Mike Rodriguez. Cool, cool, Hit cool. Hit me up on that. Um, what else? What else? I think that's it for now. That's it for me, man. Just uh, so, just yeah. Keep listening, guys. If you like what you hear, spread the word. Give me a good review on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, mm-hmm. and SoundCloud. Again, those are the three places that you can find Sweet Jesus Radio at. You on Stitcher? Yeah. Okay. Stitcher as well. Okay. Uh-huh. I yeah. got Stitcher. I just did Oh, that. for real? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. do a search. Sweet Jesus Radio, dog. Right on, right on. So you listen to it off your phone or what? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Stitcher, man. Those are the ones. That's all I'm on. Those SoundCloud, are, yeah. uh, Stitcher, and iTunes. Nice. All just, right, guys. Um, big shout to all the BNS shout crew. Outs, yeah. yeah, Joey, Rich. Uh, all those. There's only two guys. guys. <laughs> Joey, Rich, my girl, Z. Uh, of course, thanks to you. Thank, thanks to you. Thank you. Thank, well, thank you. you for You're having me out, dude. I really had a good thank time. The beer out. was great, by the way. Thanks Shh. for the beer. Because of you. <laughs> <laughs> what am I sipping on right now? We got the Sam Adams Sam October Fresh. Yeah. And I got uh, New Belgium 1554 Black Lager. This shit is great. For the, the beer snobs. It's great. My shout outs will be my buddy, always my brother from another mother, Tito. And we got my buddy, Joe Nava. He was potentially yeah. going to be a co host. Yeah. Stuff came up. Shout out to but, Joe. But uh, we'll What's do it Joe? again at some point. And shout out to Low Life Vapors, Station Recreation. Um, we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> but those are my boys. Good. And that's it, man. All right, guys. Peace. Peace. Sweet Jesus Radio.